Amen. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to the book of Romans, chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, verses many of us will be familiar with. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, brothers, sisters, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Tonight, there are two types of wood I want us to look at. And in a moment, these drop into my spirit. Driftwood and firewood. Driftwood and firewood. The Knox Bible reads, And now, brethren, I appeal to you by God's mercies to offer up your bodies as a living sacrifice. Offer up your life as a living sacrifice. Consecrated to God and worthy of his acceptance. This is the worship due from you as rational creatures. And you must not fall in with the manners of this world. There must be an inward change, a remaking of your minds, so that you can satisfy yourselves what is God's will. The good thing, the desirable thing, the perfect thing. Everybody here knows what driftwood is? Driftwood, there it is drifting aimlessly, carried by the world's current, just drifting along, drifting in and drifting out, in and out of church, in and out of holiness, in and out of zeal, in and out of consecration, in and out of relationship. Driftwood. Firewood burning for his glory. Firewood living sacrifice. It brings light, it brings warmth, it brings heat. It's fuel that takes things higher, that causes things to spread. Driftwood floats. It just floats. Floats around. Driftwood is light. Not a lot of substance. Firewood is gathered. Firewood is dense, has substance. And is this not the case in the kingdom? There are those that are drifting aimlessly 
and there are those that are gathered for purpose. We choose. Am I going to be driftwood or am I going to be firewood? Those that are drifting along and then there are those that are focused. There are those that are in and out and there are those that are in. There are those that are floating around with little substance to show for it. And there are those that are fixed and have great substance. Psalm 18, verses 20 to 24 in the message. God made my life complete when I placed all the pieces before him. When I got my act together, he gave me a fresh start. Now I'm alert to God's ways. I don't take God for granted. Every day I review the ways he works. I try not to miss a trick. I feel put back together, and I'm watching my step. God rewrote the text of my life when I opened the book of my heart to his eyes. Listen, our lives are complete when all the pieces are placed before him. Until we come to that point, our lives are not complete. Every single person here tonight, every person that is alive and claims Christ, we have the choice to be driftwood or to be firewood. You tonight have that choice. Psalm 5, verse 3, Passion Translation. At each and every sunrise, you will hear my voice as I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you. Every morning, I lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. You see, there is only one real option for the believer. There is only one right option for the believer. The right option, the only option, is firewood. We were meant to burn. We were meant to bring light and warmth and heat. We are meant to fuel. Living sacrifices burning for His glory. Listen, God's plan for you is not drifting. God's plan for your life is not drifting. His plan for you is not drifting aimlessly. His plan for you is not in and out, in and out, in and out. His plan for you is substance. Not lack up. His plan for you is that you would gather. It's not his plan that you would be carried, carried along by the world's current. His plan for you is not wandering. Not that you'd be homeless or roving, going from place to place. His plan is not hot, cold. Do we really believe if we drift? Are we really committed if we drift? 
are we really in if we, if we drift out? Have we really given him our life, our everything? If we drift. You know, his plan for us is that we be settled. You say tonight, well, settled where? The altar. That's his plan for our lives. The drift in us is not of God. Now, can I say this tonight? And this is the truth. The Holy Spirit gets charged with a lot of unholy drifting nowadays. The Holy Spirit gets blamed for a whole lot of unholy drifting nowadays. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit gets, gets the rap for it. The Holy Spirit gets blamed. The Holy Spirit not only gets blamed, the Holy Spirit gets used to justify a whole lot of unholy drifting nowadays. That's not God's way. Number one tonight, if I can encourage all of us, place it all on the altar. Place it there and leave it there. Live your life from the altar. The Knox Bible, and now, brethren, I appeal to you by God's mercies to offer up your bodies as a living sacrifice, consecrated to God and worthy of his acceptance. This is the worship due from you as rational creatures. Listen, it is his fire that makes us. Without his fire, we are nothing. There are actually reasons, if you look it up, why you don't use driftwood to build a fire. And the truth is, it's the same way in the kingdom. God is looking for those that are settled. God is looking for those that are gathered. God is looking for those that have substance, that have taken their life, all the pieces, They've laid it on his altar. Genesis 22, we're going to read quite a bit of scripture here. If you've just started your Bible reading this year, you can can take it off. Beginning at verse 1. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Incredible. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey, the lad, and I will go yonder and worship. And we will come back to you. 
So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horn. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day. In the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Can I say this tonight? The real wood on the altar was not the wood gathered for the fire. The real wood on the altar was Isaac. The real wood on the altar was Abraham's everything. The real wood on the altar was Abraham's prophetic word. The real wood on the altar was Abraham's prophetic destiny. The... the the wood on the altar was Abraham's hopes and dreams. It was all that he had. It was Abraham's seed. It was his spirit, his soul, and his body. It was Abraham's heart. And the Lord said, because you have not withheld. Because you have not withheld. Don't withhold. Because you have not withheld. Leviticus 6.12 And the fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order on it. And he shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. And applying this verse here tonight, Proverbs 26, 20, where there is no wood, the fire goes out. Lives 
are the wood of kingdom fire. That is the truth. Our everything is the wood of kingdom fire. Our prophetic words, our prophetic destinies, our prophetic dreams, our hopes, our seed, our spirit, our soul, our body, our heart. I wonder if some of these things are drifting tonight. In and out. I wonder if there's anyone here tonight drifting in and out of holiness, drifting in and out of church, drifting in and out of relationship with Jesus, drifting in and out of consecration, drifting in and out of commitment, drifting in and out, drifting aimlessly, so easily carried by the world's current. Lacking substance in some areas, some, are, some areas dance, some, some not. Our life's only complete when our everything is on the altar. Place it all on the altar and hear his declaration because you have not withheld. Listen, he's speaking to us tonight because you have not withheld. The truth tonight, every single one of us, we know if we're withholding from the Lord. We know if there are areas of drift in our life, in our walk, we can come and play church. We can get together with brothers and sisters and it looks all good. But God sees from heaven. He knows the areas that are at drift. He knows the things that are at drift. D.L. Moody said these words, the problem with the living sacrifice is that it keeps crawling off the altar. Wow. Ain't that the truth? Maybe that's your problem. You haven't died to self. You haven't been crucified with Christ, no longer living. You're a living sacrifice, but the problem is you keep crawling off the altar. You come to church, you get on the altar, you head out, you crawl off. A season on the altar, and then you crawl off. It's fun for a while, then you crawl off. Number two tonight, a life on the altar never misses out. The world would tell us different, and some so-called Christians would also tell us different. But listen, a life on the altar never misses out. Whether you believe it tonight or not, it's the truth. Psalm 18, verses 20 to 24, and the message again, God made my life complete when I placed all the pieces before him. Have you experienced this completeness? God made my life complete. When I got my act together, he gave me a fresh start. Now I'm alert to God's ways. I love this. I don't take God for granted. You know, people that are drifting aimlessly take God for granted. People that drift in and out, they take God for granted. Drift in and out of holiness, relationship, pure, whatever it is, they take God for granted. And so every day I review the ways he works. I try not to miss anything. I, I feel put back together and I'm watching my step. And these words, they are so beautiful. God rewrote the text of my life 
when I open the book of my heart to his eyes. Those are incredible words. A life on the altar never misses out. Can I encourage all of us here tonight? A prophetic word on the altar never misses out. Prophetic destiny on the altar never misses out. Hopes and dreams on the altar, you'll never miss out. Seed on the altar, you'll never miss out. Spirit, soul, and body on the altar, you are not going to miss out. Heart on the altar. Don't let drift steal the fire from your prophetic purpose. Don't let drift steal the fire from your hopes and dreams. Don't let drift steal the fire from your seed. Don't let drift carry your spirit, soul, and body away. Don't let drift strip the fire from your heart. It's when drift takes hold of our lives that we miss out. That's when we miss out. Drifting aimlessly. Driftwood versus firewood. Number three tonight. A life on the altar does more kingdom good than a life on the drift. (laughs) There's a lot of people on the drift that think they're doing the kingdom a lot of good and they ain't doing the kingdom any good at all. If we're being real tonight. A life on the altar does more kingdom good than a life on the drift. A life on the drift, you want to know the truth tonight? A life on the drift is not a good witness. A life that's drifting in and out of church is not a good witness. The Lord said, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. So how are we a good witness if, if our church attendance were off drifting? A life that's on the drift, in and out of holiness, it's not a good witness. You see, a life that's on the altar is a good witness. All the pieces, that's a good witness. This isn't about being popular or trying to be accepted so that we can then somehow minister. We have to stay true. We keep it all on the altar, all burning for the Lord. Oswald Chambers, much of modern Christian enterprise is Ishmael, born not of God, but of an inordinate desire to do God's will in our own way. People off doing God's will in their own way. That's drift. That's not God's plan. God is looking for lives on the altar. He visits lives on the altar. Do you know that he visits prophetic words on the altar? That's how you pastor your prophecy. He visits hopes and dreams that are on the altar. He visits seed that is on the altar. He visits spirit, soul, and body that's on the altar. He visits the heart that is on the altar. And you say, well, maybe i got to get out there. i got to drift. i got to get known. Listen to these words, Smith Wigglesworth. There is something about believing God 
that will cause him to pass over a million people to get to you. The Lord uses firewood. Lives placed on the altar. Can have the worship team return tonight. He lights us up as a witness. He uses us to bring light and warmth and heat. He uses us to further the kingdom, to spread the gospel. He ignites us as a fiery magnet. A quote attributed to John Wesley, catch on fire and people will come for miles to see you burn. So I'm asking tonight, all of us could just take a look at our lives. And not only see, but acknowledge if there are areas that drift. Or perhaps that's us. Drifting aimlessly. Carried by the world's current in and out. Lord's calling us to lay it all on the altar tonight. Our text again in the Knox. And now, brethren, I appeal to you by God's mercies to offer up your bodies as a living sacrifice. The text is appealing to all of us tonight. Consecrated to God and worthy of his acceptance, this is the worship due from you as rational creatures and you must not fall in with the manners of this world there must be an inward change a remaking of your minds so that you can satisfy yourselves what is god's will the good thing the desirable thing the perfect thing you know tonight that we've been born again to start fires We've been born again to start fires. We've been made to burn, not to drift. This might sound like a real simple message tonight, but this is a real struggle in the kingdom right now. There are a lot of people drifting around aimlessly. People that we know Even people that we're friends with, people that we're close to, people across the planet drifting aimlessly in and out, in and out. And so I want to remind us tonight of those words in Genesis, because you have not withheld because you have not withheld. If there's any withholding, take the opportunity in these next few moments to set things right. Cry out, Lord, get the drift out of me, these, these tendencies. 
be so easily carried away by the world's current, by popular culture, by wayward Christian culture, hot, cold, in, out. Would you take your life tonight and place it on the altar? Make a decision. Make a decision. And the truth is we are living sacrifices. And we can choose to crawl off the altar. But would you make a decision tonight and say, I'm not going to crawl off the altar. I'm not getting up. Maybe you've got up before, walked away for whatever reason. It doesn't matter what the reason is. Maybe you feel justified in the reason. Lord, I put it all on the altar tonight. I desire to burn for you, Jesus. I desire to let you have your way in my life, in my heart. If you're here tonight and you have a prophetic word, prophetic destiny upon your life, just lay it on the altar. Lay it down, God, it's yours. Not going to try and run off and get this thing rolling by human means. Not going to settle for an Ishmael. And God's plan is an Isaac. Take it all, Jesus.